this weekend at the box office. He may be faster than a speeding bullet and more powerful than a locomotive, but combine the two, and Superman has met his match. Plus, as if it hadn't been through enough already, the Titanic has sunk once again. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 207th episode of What's in the Box Office. everyone and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And I think it's, first of all, kudos. Very clever. Thanks. Very fond of that. Uh, I think it's fitting. Which one? That, the uh, Superman thing? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, Bullet Train also was able to leap over DC League of Super Pets in a single bound. Ah, uh, yes. And one top weekend, the box office. was able to leap over them. Ah, sure. uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. I, uh, yeah, that was good. Just like no notes. Well done. <laughs> Thank God we have to can skip that extensive notes session you give me at the end of each of these. <laughs> Do it always on the on the record too. All right, let's get into our top five, shall we? Uh, in honor of Bullet Train, I mm-hmm. uh, heard of it. Uh, I have done my top five movies centered on or around transport of all kinds. Yeah. You couldn't think of five train movies? No, I, I didn't try to. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought there's so there's so many different movies on transport. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Murder on the Orient Express. Sure. Um, Snowpiercer. Uh-huh. What else is on a train? Three uh, ten, uh, 310 to Yuma. That's yeah. a train. Strangers on a train. Taking a Pelham 123. Strangers on a train. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. There's a lot of train movies. All right, go ahead. Hang on. I have to update my list. <laughs> you thought of Unstoppable. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll just uh, remember it. All right. Uh, of course, we're starting with Premium Rush, the bike movie. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, no, I just I thought that would be funny to do a joke entry for the first time ever. I. Uh, so number five, and I want to preface this because I know you're going to make a different kind of face. I. Uh, most of the movies on this list are things that I, I really love, or they're just like all-time classics. Uh, number five, I wanted to get a little a little less top shelf with, but a strong wreck with Locke. Remember Locke? The car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy, the uh, building contractor right. who has done something wrong. <laughs> remember his, his profession. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, well, he spends the whole movie being like the poor. We have to, we have to plan the poor, or else the mob is gonna be mad. I don't really know. Okay, uh, this movie very cool. Uh, great performance from Tom Hardy. Just straight up dash cam footage of him for an hour and a half. I mm-hmm. uh, and got got extra points because it is entirely and exclusively within one car. Okay, uh, yep, which is hard to do. I. Uh, very uh, very fun movie. Highly recommended if you haven't seen Locke. That's Locke with an E. Uh, number four. Train to Busan. Uh, late entry. Ooh, that's a great one, too. I'm not updating the list anymore, though. So the train entry is unstoppable. Okay. Uh, Busan's better. Yeah, Train to Busan's great. Uh, and it's possible that Snowpiercer's great, or Snowpiercer's better. Uh, I had probably, that uh, I had that is. as my uh, my number four entry yeah. for the train before. Uh, what do you do for a rewatch? Yeah, I think Unstoppable we've seen more recently. And was just like, kind of surprisingly thrilling. Yeah, well, hey, uh, just a, a almost perfectly executed 
like low ambition thriller mm-hmm. with a train that is unstoppable. Uh, and you just you can't you can't go wrong with that. It's it's a great movie. Really liked watching that. Uh, number three, The Poseidon Adventure. Okay. Our boat entry. Uh, another movie we uh, watched uh, recently uh, for Jaws the uh, boat entry. Yeah, I think I, I, that is uh, that is true. A lot of that does take place on a boat. Those less than one might remember. I uh, sure it's like the last third does. Yeah, I uh, Jaws a better movie than everything on this list, but not not quite uh, boat focused. Trying enough. to think of boat movies. Go ahead. I. Uh, and yeah, Poseidon Adventure uh, is kind of known by most, I think, as like, oh yeah, that movie where the boat tips over, they got to escape. It's like, it's just like a touch point. It's all upset. But down. if you haven't seen it in a while, we talked about this on our pod for the uh, the New Year's uh, season screenings. Just incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Just a Poseidon Adventure is yeah, legitimately a, great, very, which very I did well not done. expect on that rewatch. Poseidon is garbage. Yes. Remake. Yes. Truly terrible. Uh, Gene Hackman is better than. Josh Lucas? Shelley Winters is better than everybody. Yes. Is it Josh yeah. Lucas? Is he the guy? Yes. Cool. Uh, number two, we take to the skies with Airplane. That's your airplane one. Yes. Okay. My airplane movie is Airplane, which is, uh, I, th- I think not uh, not quite all of it takes place within an airplane. It bounces around here and there. Yeah. But, I mean, like the beginning is the airport. There's flashbacks and then yeah. also the control tower. But it does uh, it does get extra points for being named after an airplane okay. and also just being one of the funniest movies ever made. Ever made. Mm-hmm. Certainly one of the most quotable. Uh, just never, never gets old airplane. Uh, and then number one. Got any guesses on number one? Uh, planes, trains and automobiles. No. Uh, though that would have that would have been what good. is it a car? Covered, uh, not quite. No, it's not a car. We did a Bus. car. With speed. Yeah, it's speed. Yeah. Uh, another movie that we covered. Uh, we covered car would rel- drive my car relatively recently. Uh, drive my car. Not a bad idea. I yeah. uh, collateral, collateral also good. I uh, but speed. I uh, classic, impeccably great. Nearly won multiplex madness forever. Yeah, and would have been completely deserving of it in a way that n- neither of us expected. I would think going into that tournament. No. But then as we went on, it just kept being like, is this better than speed? No, yeah. no. Speed's incredible. Yeah. Uh, speed's incredible. And also wa- takes I'd place on a train time. partially. Uh, yeah, that's true. So it does get a little, a uh, little extra boost there. I, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that is right. my list. Let's get into our actual top five, uh, featuring a movie that uh, might make this list someday. Who knows? With bullet train came out at number one, made $30 million in its opening weekend. DC League of Super Pets came out at number two with $11 million. That was a 52% drop. That's up to 44.9 total. Nope came in at number three with 8.5. to 54.3% drop. That is up to 97.9 million. Thor Love and Thunder came in at number four with 7.7 million, a 41.5% drop. It's up to $316.1 million. And Minions The Rise of Gru came in at number five with 7.1 million. That was a 35.2% drop. That's up to 334.5. So I don't know how to do this because you, you said yesterday you don't want to know how good Bullet Train is supposed if to that, be. If that's part of it, lay it on me. Okay. Uh, our feature presentation is Bullet Train, a squarely good debut for an original R rated action film with decent star power and a $90 million budget. Look, I like Brad Pitt as much as the next moviegoer, but since 2000, and truly before that, but I just didn't feel like looking uh, before that, 
Um, he's only solo headlined maybe five blockbuster films, and all of those have caveats. Troy had a marquee director, a famous story, and two burgeoning movie stars with their names on the poster as well as his. Who were they? In Troy? Yep. Colin Farrell? No. I... No. Eric uh, Bana and um, Orlando Bloom. Bloom! Damn. Yeah. All right. One year after uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, and one year after Hulk, for those two. Um, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button was a slow, rolled-out awards player with a marquee director and a having-their-moment acclaimed actress with her name on the poster. Who was that? Blanchett? Yep. A year after she was double-nominated for Oscars. Hey, kids. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, of course, at Tarantino, and then there's World War Z, which was based on a popular novel and arrived between seasons three and four of The Walking Dead. Otherwise, Mr. Pitt is usually paired with a big star for his blockbuster fare. Think the Ocean series, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So on the one hand, this could have gone higher, and certainly when it was first announced, it sounded like a mega smash that was here to save the original blockbuster. But the tone was comedic, apparently not the original script's vibe at all. The trailers were only okay, and the reviews were even more so-so, and here we are. $17 million wouldn't have shocked me, and honestly, neither would a 40. So the good news is that it truly has the entire month of August to itself, as I don't see Beast breaking out that much. What's Beast? The Idris Lion movie. Right, you go um, Bullet Train could still crack a hundred, which would be great for a film that turned that this turned out to be a weird, just okay, stylish action thriller. Um, but let's not uh, decry uh, Brad Pitt's star power, as he just doesn't do this very often. Sure, he also starred in Moneyball, which I just looked up, which was and not a blockbuster. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it did make seventy-five million dollars. It was a hit. Yeah, I was it, speaking more to the high. Profile. No, I know. I, I didn't mean that to correct your list. Right. Just to mention Moneyball. Made a lot of money. Yeah, uh, yeah $75 million. That shit wouldn't happen today. 2011, right? Uh, yes, yeah. that is correct. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bullet Train, $30 million. I mean, I think that's a big whiff, whiff of the brow. Yeah, like a, that's, that $90 seems good. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, $90 million is probably a little much to spend on that. I mean, they're hoping that it has overseas potential. And uh, you have to think that when they greenlit a $90 million, this movie with the cast that it has and the director, they were like, this is going to be a $50 million hit. But sure. That's not how it turned out. So having said that, it has all of August to itself, and, and it might stabilize. I would kind of be surprised, but um, we'll see. There's really not going to be much else out there for people to see. Right. Also opening this weekend, Easter Sunday, which, as you said, may, you didn't say, because that came in <laughs> at number five, number eight, sorry, with $5 million in 3,100 locations. So this is a very bad opening for a film that Universal tried really hard to push, possibly to appease executive producer Steven Spielberg, but that's just my speculation. They've Seems been fair, though. They've been advertising the hell out of this, and it turned out the film wasn't very good. Mixed reviews crush comedies like this, and so we have a bad opening. It should play well on Peacock and on USA every Easter, but in theaters, unfortunately, we're still waiting on our first big original pure, sorry, free guy, comedy of the pandemic era we haven't had the big comedy hit yet okay so i don't count animated and free guy was an action movie as well yes it was i'm talking Primarily about live that. action comedy you know yeah well those don't exist anymore but they should also opening this weekend bodies 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 it was the number 15 
In six theaters, it averaged $37,000. Another big hit for A24. Uh, it's the second biggest per theater limited screen average of the year, right behind another A24 flick, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Not sure if the film will find much of an audience outside of this grouping, as it seems like a very much a big city movie. Yeah. Um, but it has some heat on it. <laughs> what about it makes you say that? <laughs> But it has some heat on it now, and if it catches on, it could be a thing. Can um, I uh, tell you just real quick, when I looked at the numbers for Bodies, 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 mm-hmm. uh, you'll recall that the per theater average and total gross are right next to each other yeah. on boxofficemojo.com. Sure. Did you think that I, was the So, yeah, average? I just I looked at it, and I saw the number in a column on the right as $226,000, and been I thought that was the per theater average, time. and my eyes almost bulged out of my head while a loud steam horn uh, played. No. That's not quite where we're at. Um, and in second weekend, DC League of Super Pets made 11. It dropped 52. It's at 44. This is a bad drop from a bad opening weekend. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but it had like a $23 million opening weekend in a film starring The Rock and Kevin Hart and had a bunch of DC properties. I mean, everyone's yeah. in this movie. And it's, just, it's an animated S- thing Superman. with kids like... Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, like they're all the Flash. They're all in this movie. Um, and it just did not uh, work out. It's currently behind what the bad guys had at this point, which, if you recall, came out in April, which means that the bad guys didn't have uh, um, no school during the week. Right. Whereas this has kids come see it whenever you want. You're all out of school. Uh, the film's a big miss, even on a relatively small $90 million budget. I, I still think that this is a, uh, a whiff here. Yeah, it, se- it seems hard. You would think going into it that, for instance, uh, DC League of Super Pets would have significantly more going for it than Bullet Train. Right. Uh, which is why I look at the Bullet Train number and think, oh, that's that's pretty okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, there just wasn't anything behind tough. DC League of Super Pets that got... Kids on the trailers were pretty weak, even for, especially for big. If the trailers were on, not okay. The trailers were just a step above the trailers for Pause of Fury: The Legend of Hank, and that should yes. tell you something. Um, mainly because there was no, there were no fart jokes in DC League. There was, there were pee jokes though. Yeah. So, also, it didn't star people from twelve years ago. Sure, yeah. Um, all right, our spotlights: Thor: Love and Thunder. Bombed all the way to being the biggest Thor film stateside and will cross $700 million today. Uh, Calamity. If if not yesterday. Yeah, what a bomb. Kevin Uh, Feige is in hiding. Marvel's in trouble. (laughs) Minions The Rise of Gru will cross the first prequels total today probably um, as well. It also has been given a release date in China, which could be very lucrative as the first Minions film made nearly $7 million there. While the last movie in the Despicable Me franchise, Despicable Me 3, pulled in nearly $160 million in the Middle Kingdom, um, this will help the rise of Gru costs cross $800 million worldwide. Jurassic World Dominion, a film that it seems no one talked about you know, after it came out, has crossed $370 million domestic, which is more than the Batman Sit on that for a while. What was talked about more? I had truly already forgotten about Jurassic World Dominion. And yet it made more than the Batman. Quite successful. Worldwide, it's made more than $960 which is more than Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness worldwide. So it's a huge, huge hit that just seems to be under the radar. 
Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Crossed. I was gonna make a joke. I was gonna say Mrs. Harry goes to Paris. Oh, there um, you go. Okay. Crossed eight million dollars. Very quietly grossing more than Spencer A twenty four's Men, and is a week or so away from outgrossing the many saints of Newark. Not huge, but it's nice seeing under-the-radar films find some kind of adult audience. Movies yeah. that aren't super buzzy, just kind of doing solid-ish business. And Top Gun Maverick continues to do the unthinkable. It crossed $660 million domestic and $1.35 billion worldwide. It's now number 13 on the chart of all-time blockbusters worldwide, which it will presumably stay unless it has another $51 million left in the tank which it might, 49% of its worldwide gross came from North America. That's the biggest margin of the top 13 blockbusters in history. You know, we talk a lot about overseas expansion, having helped all these films get to a billion, and how, you know, in the 90s, there weren't as many markets overseas, and Spider-Man, Harry Potter, Shrek, all this kind of shit in 2001, uh, Spider-Man 2002. Lord of the Rings in 2001 helped expand the overseas market and help make it more viable, which is why everyone started chasing four quadrant movies that could play well overseas as well as here. Um, so because of that, the disparity between the amount of money that movies would make in North America, as opposed to outside of America grew larger with foreign international sales becoming the more prevalent. There's just more space. It makes sense. Sure. Um, but not Top Gun Maverick. The next closest uh, is the 45% domestic haul of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Top Gun Maverick is at 49. This goes to sh- just goes to show how enormous the film has been with American audiences. Maverick sits at number 7 on the all-time domestic chart, knocking former champ Titanic, which held the top spot for 12 years and fell from the hill 13 years ago, down one notch over the weekend. 700 million is only 37 million away. It's possible, possible the film can hang on in the dead of August and September. They're re releasing it a little bit this weekend in premium screens, even though all the ones I looked at, it doesn't have any IMAX screens and the IMAXs we go to. So I don't know what they're, where they're re releasing in IMAX. But um, there's another big movie being released in IMAX this weekend. But it's going to be tough. It will pass Avengers Infinity War in a few weeks. And if it can get to $700 million, it will only need another 500000 to pass Black Panther for number five on the list. Incredible. Let me uh, let me ask you this. Uh, under, uh, if truth serum is administered, mm-hmm. I guess is the, uh, the way to put this metaphor okay. in this instance. Does it do it? 700 700 million? million? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it does it in this initial run. I have a feeling it just will because it's blasted past every expectation I've had of it. If it doesn't, it's going to get damn close and you can be fucking well sure that Paramount will make sure it gets there in some form of re-release somewhere down the line. I think... I I feel very confident about that. I personally think um, it should be January where there's less... Big movies, and you re-release it in maybe IMAX only, but do a big push. Okay. Because those prices will go up. And Paramount did um, the same thing for the first weekend of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol uh, over Christmas 2000. 
11, I think, they did IMAX only. Okay. And then once the buzz got going for that movie, they released it wide over the next few weeks, and it, it reinvigorated the franchise. So um, that's what I would do. I, I would put it in IMAX only and make it a big event because you'd by that point only need you know less than $10 million probably. Uh, and that's all I got. All right. Well, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did, Did it make, make more, more or less than, than American, American Made? Made. You know, I keep re- I keep thinking like, is it time to reskin this game already? Is the is the Tom I don't Cruise like thing that phrase? Uh, fair enough. Is the Tom Cruise thing no longer relevant? But then every week, Top Gun Maverick still just like yeah, another seven million. I'm safe for a while. Uh, I think you could. What's the next big? What's the September? Is it just Black Adam in October? I guess I don't know. Did it make more or less than Central Intelligence? Uh, We all know how to play. (laughs) Walking Tall. More is the answer. I name a movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than American Made at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Um, Yes. Your first film is Paranorman. Less. More, in fact. Paranorman outgrossed Damn, American Made. I don't know what fucking year Paranorman came out. 2014. It was 2012. Yeah. Unfortunately. Paranorman, a. Uh, yeah. That's not going to be, be something radar. of a blind spot. Your second film. This one might be tough. We're going with Nanny McPhee. Uh, more. No, that's going to be less. No, it's it? less. Yeah, it made decent cash though for what Nanny McPhee is. Sure. Um, two th- geez, again, two thousand six. That's right. Okay, great. That is well done. A crucial point to keep you alive as we move on to our final film, Ouija, aka Ouija One, the first Ouija. These are all right around the fifty million dollar marks. So you really fucking me over here. That opened well, so I'm gonna say more. It was less. It opened well. I don't know, 2012? No, this one was 14. Mm. You swapped the 12 and 14. All right. Uh, yeah. So that was, uh, we'll call we'll call that one a rare win sure. for me and for American Made. Uh, I'm sure you will rebound very well next week. Come and gone from a theater near you. Are you ready to go back in time? Yes. The year is 2015. Week 31, July 31st, in fact. Um, Ant-Man, or did that come out already? That had come out two weeks prior. There are two films in question, one of which is significantly bigger than the other, but the other did open in second place. Hmm. Both franchise fair in their way. Both of them are. The smaller one's also franchise. Bad Moms Christmas. Bad Moms. Uh, no. Mm. Um, Ted 2. It is not Ted 2. Mm. It was a big year. Another year. I don't know. Give me a clue. All right. Uh, the first one, the number one, is a movie that you and I are both very fond of. Uh, 
could be a... Is it War for the Planet of the Apes? It is not. Hmm. But it is in a... a Girls Trip. Is that the smaller one? It's not for No. Anyway. I, it is part of a, a... It is a sequel. A middle sequel. I... Could we be. liked all of these. Hmm? We liked all these movies. I uh, yes. I like one of them. I don't. I don't like one of them. I think you like all of them, to one degree or How another. How many have there been? A bunch. We've seen all of them. Yes, we've seen all of them. There have there have been. Uh, six to this point. Holy shit! And there's more to come. Okay, so it's not as simple as, like, one story. This has got to be some kind of universe thing. Because I just can't imagine. We've liked all of these movies. Sounds crazy to me. Especially for you. Yeah, I know. It's very unlikely. Well, I, there's one of them I don't. You'll all take right. You'll M- take all of them. More clues. All right. I, uh, let's see. It is a... Uh, a major, uh, a major movie star at the center, uh, a star who has had a box office play this year, and a uh, a fun, uh, fun ensemble around him could be could be considered the best one. I we just had this conversation recently. This one could be considered I, the best yeah, one. I forget which one you and consider the best one. This is number two. No, this is the number oh, one. This, movie. Is, this is the sequel. This is, it's a sequel. Okay, so it's not. It's not. Might might not be the second installment. Okay, boy, this is crazy. You've seen this movie within the past few months. What with a, with someone here? With you? I I By no, myself. I was not there. So with someone here. Presumably. Jesus Christ! Do I own it? I think so. <laughs> you don't. No, I said I think so. I f- it's over there. I too bad it's too dark. I know it's for too me dark to for me to see. I uh, yeah, a uh, a franchise that is a uh, keep keeps getting uh, keeps getting bigger and bigger in its pursuits. A unique franchise in what it tries to do. Uh, its star has already been discussed on this podcast. Is what? not The Rock. You don't like any of his movies. Um, I guess it's possible his name didn't come up. I don't recall. But uh, his, movie his, was yeah, his, modern, his modern endeavors were discussed on this podcast. Okay, so, well, we definitely talked about Brad Pitt, so it's not that. No, give me... This is bullshit. <laughs> I, uh, How many do I know? Famous theme song. How many do I... Oh, Mission Impossible? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Boy, that's really tricky because I would be looking for like movies that had like a series of them, but it's uh-huh. in one box, so I would have been really <laughs> fucked. Uh, yeah, so then it's uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, Rogue Nation. That is correct. Which is the best one? That is, okay. That's that's what I thought you had said, yeah, but I, I couldn't remember for sure. My position from Fallout to Rogue Nation. Okay. How did it do? What? Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. How did it do at the box the office? Best. Oh, uh, 55. Exactly right. 55.5. Uh, 
So what you uh, what you what you uh, lacked this round in guessing the movie, right on the fucking money with that money. Uh, your second film, mm-hmm. I something of a reboot, a reboot, a sequel, kind of in that gray area. Any of the original stars? Ghostbusters. I uh, I don't think it has any of the original stars. So it's not Ghostbusters. I uh, no, it is not Ghostbusters. I let's see. Let me Ghostbusters did have the original. Double stars. check the cast here. But it's a sequel. The, yeah, it is. Slash yeah, it, reboot. Yeah, it is a sequel slash reboot. It definitively takes place in the same, in the same universe. Did we ever get a sequel to this? Future. I no, I don't believe we did. Oh, it didn't do well. Did Not we see really. this movie? I didn't, and I don't think you did. Okay, I'll need more than but that. But you you never know. I <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm crazy. I see everything. The uh, the main star of the original franchise definitely would not have been invited back. Okay, oh my just... God, he was invited back. Never mind, he is in it. <laughs> okay, I'm surprised so, to find see. he was invited back. Mel Gibson, they didn't do uh, anything. Not, not, not quite that, definitely. Oh. He's just disliked. I uh, oh, he's just disliked. Chevy. Yeah. Oh, vacation. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, that opened to like an okay seventeen. Or was it like fourteen? It was 14. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Good. No, no, no. You corrected yourself. Right. I didn't react to that. I didn't say anything. You didn't react you stay, to that. You, you changed your answer before I could judge. So that's, as far as I'm concerned, 14. two bingos. Yeah, they were trying to capture a We're the Millers, uh, yeah. which is still just a completely daunting box office thing. Also, just found it kind of funny, uh, and part of the reason I picked this uh, this weekend, they rhyme. Rogue Nation, vacation. vacation. How yeah. often does that happen? It legged it out to fifty-eight, one hundred and seven worldwide. The budget's thirty-one. I don't know why they didn't go for a sequel. There's so many. There's so many why opportunities. Why did it make forty-eight million dollars overseas for what? Ed Helms, man. That's what I'm saying. Chappaquiddick star Ed Helms. Uh, no, Adamus, we have two things for you, real quick. Love that. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it, but it's not marked off on my sheet. You predicted that the group Minions: The Rise of Gru would open to sixty. Uh-huh. It in fact opened to uh, 107, so that's gonna be red over there on your ledger. And the uh, the other one that's is fair. Thor. What I said that's fair. Is Thor: Love and Thunder, which you said on April 18th, 2022, would open to 165. It opened to 144. Yeah, a little too. What do you see yourself there? Is that red? No, yeah, that's red. All right. I think that's definitively a, a a tier above the 140 opening. Okay. Closer than Minions. It's closer than Minions. To be minions. sure. Yeah. Uh, we got to get some new trailers, man. This is like Black Adam in October and the D&D in March. Yeah. Like, come on. Got to get some trailers. All right. Recommend a movie for the folks this week slash weekend. All right. Let's see. A movie for the folks. I... I I don't know. There's not a ton out. I'm I'm excited about Bullet Train. Listen, I haven't seen it. The reviews are apparently middling. Yeah. Uh, I've learned today, which is unfortunate, but could be worse. Bullet Train could suck, and it sounds like it might not for many to most people. I uh, and I like Brad Pitt, and I'd like him to continue to be a guy that can be in Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. I. So yeah, go see Bullet Train. Check it out, I suppose. 
Uh, uh, all right. Join uh, join us in the theater. Um, yeah, if you want to come early Saturday, come with us. Uh, uh, my recommendation is the 40th anniversary re-release, first time ever showing an IMAX of E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Didn't you just trump which me? It <laughs> comes out this weekend. It's only playing in limited showtime, so be sure to see it. If your kids haven't seen it, it's a wonderful experience on the big screen. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see it in IMAX. It, it became the highest grossing movie of all time when it came out for a reason. Spielberg probably should have won Best Director. So uh, it's classic and... Um, it's never been seen in this format before, so what do you, why wouldn't you? Every that, time the trailer comes on for that IMAX re-release, I say it's just not fair to the other movies. That score? When, yeah, just like the score, really do, the whole thing, do, when you got to sit there do, and be do, like, do, do, oh, Bullet Train, that looks, do, that looks like, that looks like do, fun. Do, 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 and then uh, what other movies are coming out? Do, 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 I don't smile. Know. Do, yeah, you do, smile. Like, all right, beat, sure. Do, like, I'm into that. Do, do, and then the trailer for E.T. comes on. and just like, oh, never mind. When that kid takes flight. Those movies are dog shit. When that and kid takes away, when Elliot says, I'll be right here, and he points yeah. at his head, meaning his memory. I mean, it's just, it's been an emotional day anyway, but man, that's it's about to get me going again. It's just, it's so good. Cannot wait. Noah, plug us up. You can find us at whatsinthebocksoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian Cobby Bovillon. I'm at Brian Disturber, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. I'm sorry, my Twitter feed isn't more exciting. Uh, of course, the feed for a podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Yeah. Those feeds are exciting. Brace yourself before you subscribe. And then subscribe. Um, that's it. Next week, I don't even think anything comes out next week. Week two of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Ooh, bodies, Bodies, Bodies is expanding. It's rocking everywhere. Um, yeah, there's really nothing out. So let's see how well, uh, um, Bullet Train does in its second weekend, yeah. if it can hold out. And, uh, let's see if Bodies, Bodies, Bodies can break out. It's opening wide. So we'll, we'll see. Will Top Gun continue its pursuit of 700 million? That's also a good question. Top Gun in its 12th weekend. Incredible. Made another uh, million dollars. Just uh, now? No, on Monday. Every 30 seconds, on Top Monday. Gun Maverick makes a million dollars. No, but on Monday, made another million dollars, yeah. which means for 74 days in a row, it's made at least a million dollars. That seems hard. All right. That's next week. We'll see you then. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. And until then, if you feel safe, go see a movie.